This episode of The Outside World is brought to you by Orwell Will Go Chariot Tours. Silo Voice Studios presents The Outside World Part 4 The Desk Desk headquarters by day was bright and open, with huge windows looking up at Mount Royal from the 20th floor of a building at the top of McGill Avenue. The skyscraper was once home to a bank and the Montreal offices of the Premier of Quebec, and the 20th floor had housed everything from financial journalism to sketchy telemarketing, before the desk turned it into its local nexus, a totalitarian epicenter with a beautiful view. Madeline got to enjoy the view and not much else from a comfortable room that would be her cell for what seemed like an entire day. The next evening, she was escorted to a much smaller room with no windows and seated at a table by the guards. They left, and two agents in plainclothes entered. Good evening. Madeline, is it? Or wait, is it Bailey? It's Madeline. And you are? I'll ask the questions. I'm Agent Roscoe, and this is Agent Swain, and you are in a for a world of trouble if you don't cooperate. I know my rights, Agent. Do you? Well, I know my job, and the rights you may think you have don't generally apply to the people I interview in this job. I'm talking about subversives, those who would undermine the desk's effort to keep everyone safe and therefore threaten everyone's safety. I'm looking at your file, and it looks like you are one of those subversives. But just a minor player, I hope. Look, this doesn't have to be difficult. Answer our questions, and this can hopefully all be resolved. You mean name names? Yes. Let's start with one name. Yours. Are you Madeline, or are you Bailey? Or are you both? I'm Madeline, and I do enjoy Bailey's in my coffee. On special occasions. Don't get cute with me. It may not be a job requirement, but it sure helps in the massage industry. It says here you work at Madame Connie's massage parlor in the adult section of the box. A reputable establishment. And until today, only one blemish on their record. A few months ago, we discovered that a known subversive going by the name Bailey was an employee. Madame Connie assured our agents that as a true patriot, she had fired Bailey. We had no reason to doubt her until today. Maybe we should bring her in for questioning. Madeline knew this was designed to get her to talk, and it probably would have, had she not seen evidence the night before that Madame Connie may not be the ally she thought she was. Sure. Bring her in. Really? You have a terrible poker face. I'll be back. Don't mind him. He's a little hot under the collar these days. Don't worry about Madame Connie. I'm sure she's a patriot. We wouldn't want to shut down a business that so many of our agents frequent. By the way, does Mrs. Rosenbaum still work there? Um, yeah. She's a favorite of my former partner and the director. Really? Look, I know what you're trying to do. Good cop, bad cop, right? Sure, but I really do believe that this can be easy for you. We're not after you. We're after Frank. And I could tell from your silence that you know who I'm talking about. Turns out we don't need to bring in Madame Connie. See? I told you. 
We don't need to bring in anyone. We can download all the info we need remotely from Chad. Your boyfriend, I believe. Chad has nothing to do with this. With Bailey, that is. Even if I had some sort of double life, which I do not, even if I did, Chad would know nothing about it. Maybe so. At least not in his conscious mind. I'm sure you saw to that. You operatives know how to keep a secret, but so do we. Every android produced in the past 10 years has a chip implanted deep within their central processing unit that records audio within a 30-meter radius at all times, even when the unit is off. We can retrieve this information from that chip, but we'd have to delete all data surrounding it, including the memories and consciousness of the android. So if you don't mind us deleting your boyfriend... Okay, wait. Fine. You win. What do you want to know? Are you the subversive known as Bailey? Yes, I am. Or I was. And Frank? Who's Frank? I don't know. Frank is a contact. I've never met him in the real world. You mean the outside world? Whatever. I never met him. I text a number and he sends someone to meet me, okay? And why did you text him the other day? What information did you have for him? I didn't. His operative must have been doing a spot check. I mean, he asked for my blown cover name. Yes, he did. But you insisted on meeting with the operative. That much we got from the recording. The question is why. And the answer is, you had something to tell him. Something you needed Frank to hear. Something you were willing to risk getting captured over. We'll find out what. But it will be easier on you if you tell me now. Just tell him. We don't want to hurt you. Or your loved ones. Speak for yourself. I enjoy my job. But yes, tell us now or face the consequences. Okay, fine. God. On my day off, I took a trip to the real world. Or the outside world. And found out that... What? If the outside world isn't safe for people, it shouldn't be safe for ducks either. Look, I didn't get any new information. I thought Frank had new info for me. And if he didn't, it had been a slow night at work and I needed the extra client. Believe me or not, that's the truth. It doesn't matter if I believe you or not. And for the record, I don't. I'm going to run your statement upstairs and see what they say. Keep her company, agent. This episode of The Outside World is brought to you by Orwell Will Go Chariot Tours. Has this ever happened to you? Mommy, Daddy, can we go to the mountain? No! I want to see the bridges! Mountain! Bridges! Planning family trips to the outside world has never been an easy task, and parents never get to go where they want to go. Until now, Orwell Will Go Chariot Tours is proud to introduce the Outside World Family Pack, Our Android tour guides will entertain, educate, and look after your kids while parents get to visit the parts of the city that might not be for the whole family. Wink, wink. If you get what I mean. We're the only chariot tour company operated entirely by non-autonomous androids. They're literally attached to the chariots. So we don't have to pay our workers and we pass the savings on to you. We're affordable, fun, and have a five-star compliance rating from the desk. Book your Orwell Will Go tour today. Available through any Dora terminal. We don't have much time. Time for what? 
Time for this to work. Hit me. It's not a service I provide. Do you want to get out of here or not? Hit me so I could say you overpowered me. Then take this card and it will give you elevator access and let you leave the building and prevent stops in the real world. Just have the agent scan it. Look, it's either this or I tell my partner about Safia. What? How? No time to explain. Just know that we know more than we're letting on and you have some friends among us. Now hit me. Madeline swung like she had never swung before, and Agent Swain hit the floor. Then, as instructed, Madeline picked up the card, headed for the elevator, and out of the building into the real world. Her mind was racing. How could the desk know about her sister? How come she never knew Frank had agents or sympathizers within the desk? Would they go after Chad, after all? With so many questions, one thing was clear. She couldn't go home. There was only one place she had to go. Madame Connie's. But not in the box. In the real world. She didn't trust her former boss, but without any way to contact Frank, she had to find out on her own how involved she was in all of this. She tucked the card into her pocket and headed to the plateau. A few moments after Madeline had boarded the elevator, Agent Roscoe emerged from another room and re-entered the interrogation chamber. Are you okay, Commander? Yes, just had to make it look real. You did well, Agent. Are you tracking the card I gave her? Yes, Commander. Good. Keep a detailed record of where she goes and provide me with hourly updates. Do not move in without my authorization. I know where she's headed first. It's where she heads next that's of interest. Understood, Agent? Perfectly, Commander. Now get to work. I have to make a call. The Outside World is a radio drama produced by Siwa Voice Studios in Montreal, Quebec, Canada. Featuring the voice talents of Jason C. McLean, Don McSweeney, and Leandra Pinto. Featuring original music by Patrick Gardner and Ronnie Mizrahi. Radio play written by Jason C. McLean from a story by Jason C. McLean, Don McSweeney, and Leandra Pinto. Recorded by Patrick Gardner, edited by Jerry Gabriel. Music is owned by the respective creators and sound effects are licensed under Creative Commons. Story and production, copyright 2022, Silo Voice Studios. Follow us at Silo Voice Studios on Facebook and at Silo Voice on Twitter. Support us at patreon.com slash silovoice for exclusive content, merch, and more. Join us for part five, The Bridge. <laughs>